Joining us, Crows assistant Scotty Burns. Burnsy, welcome. G'day, Roy. Thanks for Two in, two out. Let's start there. Mitch Hinge is back in. Uh, Riley Thilthorpe, we know, is out. And um, actually, I'd like to start with Tex Walker's calf. How bad's that? Uh, no, I don't think it's too bad. It's um, we're confident he'll play at this point in time, but um, we'll just wait and see. We've still got tomorrow. We don't play it till late tomorrow okay. afternoon. We'll have a bit of a jog around tomorrow, which she probably wouldn't take part in. Um, but I would be leaning towards him playing rather than not playing. Mm. Uh, Matt Crouch, his omission. I think a lot of people look at that, and I guess uh, some people are saying, well, it does give Adelaide a little bit of a different look. If if Schomburg comes through the middle, and maybe one or two others, it's just something a bit different than what we've seen so far this year. Can you talk us through the decision making there? Yeah, I mean, it, we probably, uh, you know, unfortunately for Crouchy, he uh, missed a few games earlier in the year as well, uh, and uh, Schomburg was probably playing actually in the SNFL at that point in time, so. Um, this is probably the first time that um, Shawnee's come back in. And, it, look, he's played some really good football. He's worked on a few things we needed to work on. So we're really happy with that. Um, like we've said, I mean, it's, I think Nixie today in his press, I mean, Crouch is a competitor. He'd be really disappointed. But um, at the moment, we've we've got some young fellas underneath who are playing some pretty good football. And, and Shawnee's ticked a lot of boxes. And we think it's a really good opportunity and time to bring him back in now. Is it a philosophical change in terms of we've got probably three or four younger players we'd like to see through the midfield and we're going to, in the next eight weeks, give them the opportunity as opposed to playing someone who, you know, maybe you, you know what he's capable of? Not, not if they don't deserve the opportunity, because you've got to be really careful with that. There's, well, we don't want to just throw a young fella in who's just going okay to the NFL level. They've got to be playing some really strong, consistent football and our boys underneath, Mickey Godden and the SNFL um, assistant coaches have been pushing Johnny up now for the last two to three weeks. So he's got a really good bank of form and we're really keen to um, get him in the game on, on the weekend. And um, As you can see, when he does play his best and the glimpses that he has shown at AFL level, he, he can um, drive his legs and add a little bit of speed and burst away from contest or stoppage at times. Mm. Uh, also, I guess you look at Luke Brown, who's come back. He's had a week in the, the Sanford. He's hasn't been able to force his way back. Is that another, I guess, an example of maybe, you know, Paddy Parnell, Mitch Hinn, some of those younger players getting getting an opportunity? Yeah, look, it was probably more that, yeah, the Paddy Parnell, Will Hamill that were in there at that point in time. And um, now we say ideally, we, we don't want to make a categoric rule with it, but if we bring a young fellow in, we want to give him uh, a few games and, um, just to get the feel of it, you know that it's uh, you boys know your first game, everything's buzzing. It's mm. you know you're in the spotlights a little bit, and you need that uh, second and third game at times just to settle a little bit. And I, I think um, everyone would have been pretty impressed at times with what Paddy's shown. He's he's got some ability, he's got a bit of a sidestep. He's he's not that big, but geez, he's aggressive and he'll throw his body in um, all the time as well. And yeah, look, that one could be a little bit tough on Brownie, and he's been a fantastic player for the LA Football Club, and I. You know, talking to him last week, it was the first time he's played SNFL since 2012. So that, that's an incredible run of consistency at, at this level to, to be able to play AFL football for that long. Um, yeah, look, there's, it's it's unfortunate for those senior players that have spilt so much um, blood for the for the team over the years. Um, but we're certainly not writing them off at all, too. They, they can certainly um, have some strong form underneath. And if they warrant selection, we've got to be really careful here that um, we just give them down to young players who aren't in form or who play at the AFL level and just aren't quite getting things right. Um, but, yeah, we're really pleased with Paddy Parnell. Mitch Hinge has been, I think, very good. Um, you know, he's played now 10, probably out of 14 games for us, um, showing that he can play on tools and play on smalls and 
Um, you know, Will Hamill had, had been showing some really good signs. He was probably um, down a little bit last week, but he'd come back in and he certainly looks a better player, a mm. more complete player anyway than what he did last year. Um, just in terms of giving the midfield a bit of a different look, if Hinge comes back into the side, is it? are you ready to have another look at Jordan Dawson through the middle of the ground? Yeah, well, we've got other players who can play on the wing too. Um, it's not necessarily just um, Dawson can get up there. I know Mitch Hinge is... Early in the year, played some really good wing games for us as well. Um, we know Brody Smith now and again can go up to that part of the ground. So we, we have got options down there um, of the defenders who can come up and play wing. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have a little bit closer look tomorrow um, in terms of, especially the weather. It uh, looks like it's going to be pretty cold down there, 10 or 11 degrees, and there, there might be a few showers around. So that might just order mm. a couple of little things that um, we're deciding on um, going into the game. Riley Thilthorpe's out. Um, how bad's the ankle? Is it just the one? Um, there was a great man that once said, if you miss one, you miss four. Hope it's not four. And who's your second ruckman, <laughs> Burnsy? Who was the great um, man? Hey, Who yeah, was that great, great man? man? Knuckles Curly. Oh. <laughs> Knuckles Curly. Uh, if, if you can't get up with one week in an in a, in a ankle, you better miss four. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Knuckles, can't you remember him saying that? No, I must, okay. have it. must have been asleep. Well, maybe I made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we're, we're hoping it's one. Okay. We hope this one. So, um, yeah, at this stage, we, you know, we kept it, as you do with, with some of those ankles, yet they keep them off them for a week or so. But um, from the medical reports, um, they're reasonably confident that he should be able to get back back up next week. But as you know, there's anything that can happen mm. between now and next week too if it just lingers, which they can with ankles. But, but hopefully he gets in. It's just been disappointing for Riley because we, um, we got him back there in the SNFL. He's showing some really good signs and there was COVID and a few other little niggles. He just hasn't been able to get a good run together probably mm. for the last six to eight weeks in terms of training and playing at AFL, um, up at AFL level. So hopefully it's not too bad and he can get there um, um, next week. And the second ruck, um, how's that look? I know Riley O'Brien has a really good record against Todd Goldstein and he pretty much is a war horse and rucks all day. But who, who's mm. the option there for your second ruck? Yeah, well, it might depend a little bit still, um, you know, if we have to make one or two late changes as well. But... Uh, yeah, we might try a few little things this week that, that may or may not be different. So we just got to wait and see. Like I said, with just the final selection, um, with a few players with tomorrow's training, and then we'll make that call. Um, okay, so it sounds like Himmelberg could be in the frame. Yeah, yeah. Unless we, unless yeah, there's, there's other things that may happen over the next twenty four hours. But oh, uh, fickle. yeah, we, we won't go. We won't go into the details. Of it. We still got to weigh up a couple of things. Okay. You know, when you talk about text and a few things like that. So um, yeah, there, there might be something that. Um, we go back to that we've tried before that we need at this point in time for this game and we also might try something different. Okay. How do you plan for North? What do you expect from North? I mean, put simply, if you just look at the cold hard facts, their average losing margins, 60 points. That's 10 goals. So it's got danger for me written all over it, but your best is truly better, Burnsy. Yeah, it's interesting when you listen to... um, Noble's press conference, I think it was last week or the week before, he's just a little bit frustrated because there might be a quarter where they, they do get blown out of the um, out of the water a bit in terms of, you know, five, six or seven goals. And from then on for three quarters, they've been pretty consistent, which they have been. And it's, it's interesting when you go back and look at the games as, a, as an opposition assistant coach. Um, yeah, it just seems to be that one quarter where they um, haven't been able to maintain or, or be on an even kill with their opposition and the, the two and a half, three quarters after that, there, there's very little, you know, they've got some good quality players. There's some, there's some definitely some top-end talent. Um, when you look at probably the, the top, um, you know, the 10 to 12 players that got there are all really high draft picks and 
they've got some really good experience now that they've just added to it as well, just to help them out. They've got core that's often out in the backwood. They've obviously picked up Greenwood to help those younger fellas out in the midfield. And um, now Goldstein's playing some terrific football, but he's he's probably stepped back a little bit and let um, Cherry take a bit more ruck time as well, um, which is good. They've, they've, um, it looks like Goldstein's certainly been happy to do that as well when you hear him talk um, publicly, which is great for the football club. And yeah, when you look at Stevenson and, and those sort of boys too, there's there's some like I said to you, there's some, some top end talent. So there's it's going to be a great challenge, a great um, a great midfield battle. I would have thought when you look at Davis Uniaki and Simpkin and those sort of fellas, Jed Anderson, that um, as, as we know at their best, are powerful units and, and very good midfielders. And we've got to make sure we get that done and. Uh, hopefully that we get enough supply with our forwards that they can finish and capitalise on um, anything that comes forward. Execution's been an issue for you, particularly by foot. Have you? A lot of it is confidence and feeling good about yourself and, and uh, seeing yourself taking the options and executing it really well. Have you seen any improvement on the, the training track this week? Yeah, this week was actually very pleasing with that. Yeah, look, it's, it's obviously, as it always is, it's a work in progress. It's, mm. It's, it's hard because, you know, you get into a season um, and everyone sees something about round eight and they, they expect it should be fixed by round 12 and 13. It's not quite that easy. There's some things that do take time. We've spent a lot of time, and you've had Darren Burgess come out and say he hasn't seen a, a, a team spend as much time on their, their kicking and their craft and their drills as we have, and that's fine. Um, it's fantastic that we do, and it's great that, that, that Darren lets us or allows us to do that from a high-performance point of view. Um and there has been like improvement over the training track, which will eventually um, show itself in games. Um, but uh, unfortunately, there has been some frustrations a bit over the last four to six weeks where we just haven't been able to finish some of that play. Um, and the boys, as you know, they, they compete, they can test so well. Um, you certainly want to take a lot of these boys to war with you if you ever went. Um, but the, the amount of work, the amount of time they're putting in, it will change. And it'll just take a little bit of time. I think the other thing that also creeps in is is that shared experience sometimes picks um, just knowing and understanding where everyone is around you, that, mm. that takes a little bit of time. Um, and sometimes with younger fellas too, there's that little bit of fatigue that um, steps in um, a little bit uh, earlier than it probably does for senior and more experienced players. All the best, Scotty. Thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, Scott best Burns. for longer. We'll get the job done. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Like yeah. I said, <clears throat> the one thing that hasn't been questioned is their the cohesion in terms of winning the ball, their Spot effort, on. their energy. I think their grunt, that consistency their will be rewarded on the weekend.